Hey everybody, welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam and on today's episode, we are going over season seven, episode 26 called The Long Goodbye, and it premiered on April 18th, 1997. I also have my brother um, and my mom uh, actually chiming in a little bit, um, recapping this episode with me. So let's get into it. So this episode starts out and Brandon and Tracy have just gone on a date despite the fact that he seems like he can't even look at her. Um, She thinks that their relationship is back on track. She kisses him and immediately he decides this is time to break the news to her that he does not want to date her anymore. Also, I'd like to point out the fact that she also lives in a single dorm room. Um, I would also like to ask, yeah, she lives, what year is she? I think, if anything, she's a junior, but she might be the same age as them because they're seniors here, but I'm pretty sure she's a, maybe a junior. I don't know. She could have, like... Every single person that is not a me- regular cast member on the show has a single dorm room, except, and David had one for a while. I actually have no idea where David lives. Right? No, David lives, duh. He lives in the house in the hills now, but David... Oh, he's fresh- not living at the frat house anymore? <laughs> well, he never lived... Well, right, because Felice thought he was going to move into a frat house when he was not in a fraternity. Um, but he was living in the dorms. Fr- he lived in the beach apartment with the girls, freshman year. Sophomore and junior year, he was living in the dorms, which makes no sense in a single by himself. And then senior year now, he lives in the apartment with Mark, that guy that was, like, left a while. You know, that was dating Kelly. Mark. Yeah. Uh, question though, why did you say they were back on track? What happened? So I guess in the last episode they were. Remember the girl from the first episode of the season, the black girl Mariah, that Brandon, his car broke down in Texas and he hung out with her. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> Whatever. So he had like a thing. So she came to town, and I guess like her and Kelly were bonding and. She was talking about angels or something. She was like writing a book about angels and. Like, Tracy was not into the angels, so um, they were kind of, like, back and forth about this. And Okay. So that's why they're back on track, okay. she thinks. Um, Got it. But anyways, he, he now decides to break up with her. Um, he says he blames it on the, in, like, he shouldn't be dating someone that he worked with. Hmm, who did you date last season? I'm pretty sure Susan Keats was your boss at the newspaper. Yeah, he he was just giving her BS. Right. Because then he said, yeah, you're more into it than I am. And he gave two But I will say, because in the entire last episode, or like the last few episodes, she went to Hong Kong with him to go visit um, his parents. But she's been like, because apparently Kelly did, Tracy confronted Kelly to ask her straight up, are you still in love with Brandon? And Tracy said yes. You mean Kelly said yes? Kelly said yes. So Tracy definitely has like a chip on her shoulder about Kelly. So I'm very surprised in this little breakup that she did not even bring Kelly up. I thought she would have. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Um, So then 
it appears that CU is having a talent show. Now, do you, no, Sam, do you remember the Buffalo talent shows? That's exactly I what I have in I, my notes. I don't remember the Albany talent yeah. shows. I <laughs> had that exact thing in my notes because I wrote, in, I did not have anything like this in Buffalo. Um, so I was going to ask you in Albany, nope. was there? No. No. Okay. Nope. Um, nope. 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 Would you think, like, because so the school is supposed to be um, essentially, I think, USC in theory. They don't have the rights for USC, but yeah, yeah, do you yeah. think USC has talent shows like this? You know what? Our cousin currently goes to USC. We should, we should check with him if there's any talent shows. Yeah, and report back. And report back. <laughs> I will text Josh after this episode and ask him if there are talent shows. Gotcha. And he probably would be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but in this talent show, we find out that Steve and Don are going to be doing a skit involving a saloon girl and a mount- mountainee. A mountie. A mountie. <laughs> and David's going to be playing piano for... Well, not yet. Oh, sorry. Because, so, the, Steve's basically talking to Claire about this, and he tells Claire to maybe break out of her shell a little bit to try to perform, and she's like, eh, maybe, we'll see. But it looked like David was involved in the talent show before. Right, because he was there. So maybe he's playing piano for other people. Yeah. They, yeah. they needed something here for him to do this week. Right. <laughs> Um, so then Donna tells David that she's heading to her parents' house since her mother needs a break from taking care of Dr. Martin all the time. And she wants Felice to come to the talent show and see some of her college friends. So I guess this talent show is for alumni as well. I guess But so. is it for the alumni to come and watch the current students? It's, it seems weird right. that, like, a guy who went to school there... Well, we're, we're not there I'm yet. I'm just saying, but generally yes. speaking, that, like, it'd be weird if I went to the Albany Talent Show. <laughs> and, I mean, the only thing for Felice going, which makes sense, is, like, her daughter's performing. You know, Felice going makes sense. Yes, but we'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to that soon. Um, so then Tracy is moping around, and she's moping to Valerie that Brandon dumped her. Now, what is Tracy and Valerie's relationship at this point? I feel like they would be close because they probably both hate Kelly. Yep, that's about it. <laughs> Pretty much it. Um, Valerie hates Kelly, so Valerie is very Team Tracy. Um, and they're kind of friends a little bit, but not really. It's just, the I think, the mutual hatred of um, Kelly. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, like, Valerie is like, Brandon's dumb. You know, you guys are great together. Um, she's just, yeah. She, she's in, she, basically, that conversation puts her into full... Um, like Valerie mode, devious Valerie mode. Yeah, and um, I was thinking that she's so conniving yeah. and so manipulative. I wish she would have used her powers <laughs> for something other than Brandon's relationships. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right, but it's strictly Brandon's relationship with Kelly because she hates yeah. her so but much. She could run. The, she could rule the world with these powers. She can. When you look the way she looks, and you have <laughs> that 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 ability, she could have ruled the world. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Um, but she does promise to Tracy that she's going to talk to Brandon about this. Um, so <laughs> Brandon then shares the news of this breakup with Kelly, uh, telling her that he hasn't been able to stop thinking about her. She says since they kissed, they kissed at the end of the last episode, gotcha. that um, 
you know, she hasn't been able to stop thinking about him also. So they decide, let's try spending some time together. Let's go on a date, see things, you know, um, see where things are going to go, could go, but they're going to keep it between each other. They decided not to tell anyone yet. Makes sense if you're going to give a second go in a relationship. Let's just see what happens before we start telling people. That... Yeah, yeah, no, they should not have told anyone at that point. Yes. But <laughs> they were not back together yet. After they set up this date and uh, Kelly walks up, who is approaching Brandon but uh, Valerie, who immediately obviously is. She calls him out basically. You're, you dumped you dump Tracy for Kelly. Is that what's going on right now? Like, yeah. Tell me basically um brandon points out that he's not in love with tracy so he broke things off valerie insists that like tracy's like the best thing that ever happened to him okay um i I don't remember the relationship much uh, to be honest i throughout this season of recording these episodes it was very unclear to me until like maybe five episodes ago that they were in fact in a relationship i don't know how it changed because she started working at the... He's working yeah. as the, uh, you know... News. News, whatever. whatever. <laughs> producer. Manager. Yeah, and she's a... Um, she's obviously a, um, a broadcaster. And... Yeah, she's a broadcaster. And basically, um, there was friend vibe immediately. She implied that she was interested in dating him. And he said he didn't want... He wanted to just be friends. She was, like, upset she was going to quit because she felt awkward. He made her not feel awkward. So then they were like, okay, we're friends. And then they hung out a lot, but it was never... It never seemed romantic until maybe five episodes ago. Okay, because when they broke up, she's like, after a year, I was like... Yeah, that's why I was... It's very... If you rewatch this season and you pay very close attention to this relationship, it is very unclear. It's like... Are they together? Are they not together? So her, her a comment she makes later in the episode, um, yeah, makes more sense. But I, I well, don't, yeah, I don't well, want, I don't want to jump the gun. But too I much. will say, but we can address that when we get there. But Brandon, you know the one I'm talking. Yes, about. yeah, okay. Brandon's, and I want to talk about that too. Brandon's relationship with Tracy, it is very apparent throughout the entire, you know, season that she's been on that she's been way more into him than he was ever into her. I think last season, it was pretty even with Susan. I think he was way more into Susan. Than she was into him. Yeah. Definitely. But... I think that that could be a reason why he's not as much into this, because he he, he did the whole thing with Susan. Yeah, and she ended up, like, you know, he didn't take his summer job. And she she she, left him for a summer internship. Yeah. Do you know what her summer internship was? Do you remember? He was supposed to... Um, his job that he turned down was the working at the Boston Herald and her summer job that she got was to campaign for Bill Clinton in the 92 or the 96 96 re-election wow she's you know what though Susan was very very um, fit and I feel like that wasn't Bill's cup of tea (laughs) Susan (laughs) Susan, I think, where would you put Susan Keats today? I would say that she is in Congress. Um, I'd say she's working in Washington. Yeah. I don't think she's a politician. You think I, she just works in Washington? I think she works. works in Washington. I don't think she, I think she, she kind of like, 
she maybe held a smaller office and was like, I'd rather do other things in Washington than actually be right the politician himself. Right. That's um, fair. But yeah, no, I think she's in Washington. And she's not in Washington. She's like in a big city doing some business woman stuff. Businesswoman stuff. Yep, totally yeah, makes she, sense. She gets businesswoman specials at yep. diners. <laughs> Maybe she invented some sort of glue for post-its. Um, yeah. I don't know why my brain went there, but it did. And if you know that reference, kudos to you. Um, so, moving along, Donna tries to get Felice interested in the talent show. And it is a spring fest. It's not just like a talent show. It includes a While they're making a bed together, by the way. Well, for her dad, I guess. Um, No, just how many times have you made bed with mom or dad in your life? Especially when you weren't living with them. Well, well, in her defense, Donna's defense, so you probably don't know this, but a few episodes ago, Dr. Martin had a stroke. I I figured it based on what what they were talking about. So he is... um, He's going... So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they're making his bed. Also, <laughs> they have an intercom system in that room because they had a nurse was like, Mrs. Martin, Dr. Martin's asking for you. And Donna's like, I'll go get it. We had an intercom system that we didn't use, but we had one in our house. Oh, my God. That thing on the wall with the we, button. We, no, in every single room, we had that. Not in our bedrooms, though. No, we did. We definitely did. Okay, so I'm just going to prefer something in this while we record this. <laughs> Um, our mother is sitting about a few feet away from my brother, so she's been very silent, but we're going to have to go to her to confirm this. Did we have an intercom system in our bedrooms in our homes? Yes. See? Because I remember one, one... I had one in my bedroom? We all... Every bedroom had one, and we had the main one that was in the kitchen. Yes. Because I remember specifically, for some reason... Dad, we, we didn't use it a lot, but I remember one time I was sitting in my bedroom and Dad went out and he was like, dinner, I was just like, what the hell? We never used yeah, it. Yeah, I remember one time him using it, but yeah, we never did use it. Every bedroom had it. But we definitely had Where it. Where was mine? By the switch when yeah, you walked in the room. Yeah, right when you first walked in the door. If I'm facing the door, <laughs> leaving my bedroom the on, on the, the right. Le- no, the switch, no, yes. leaving your bedroom, yeah, yes. leaving your bedroom. Yes, it was your on your right, on the right, right by above your switch. It was like beige color. I know exactly yeah. what it looks like. I just don't remember it being in my room. All three, all four bedrooms I don't, upstairs. where was yours? Right on the, when you walk into my room, the switch is on the left. That's where, the, right next to that. Right and then Heather's that. was on the, when you Heather, walk in Heather's yes. room's on the right? Was on, when you walked in the room, it was, and you walked in her room, it was on the right. Yeah. On the, yeah. And when in you between, walked in my room, it was also on the right. Yes. Did we have one in the den? We might have had one. I feel like the den is like ringing you know, a bell to me. You know, we have, and we had one in, did we have one in the living room? Yes. Probably yes. in every room. Every, every room, room ex- except the We didn't have the dining room. room. Except Every room except the dining room and obviously the bathrooms and hallways. Right. And we didn't have it in the computer room because that no. was a converted. No. no. That, that was really Do you want to know something about computer room? So you didn't flinch. You didn't flinch when I said computer room. Kids today, like the Gen Zers, if you said something about a computer room, they would be like, what is that? Because everyone now has a laptop. There's no computer rooms. We had a right. room. Had a major, but everyone of right. like millennial kids. Right all had in their homes like rooms that were considered the computer room well they have it literally when they're walking around they have a computer constantly well yes but i'm just saying we had a computer room yes because my had my, a, a literally one computer yes it was in a room yes <laughs> yes hence the name right i didn't get my own computer till college your own yes but we had one for the house yes when you were in fourth grade I don't think these people want to hear about our house anymore. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. 
Um, so Donna's making a bed with her mom, talking about the yeah. spring fest. And she convinces her. To... But wait, the best part about the spring fest, Donna's like, it's not just a talent show, mom. It includes a picnic, a volleyball tournament, and a dance. Felice, you know, can get down on the dance floor. <laughs> and a little known fact, she was the star of her high school volleyball team. She just made that up. Yeah, of course I have no idea. <laughs> Why the hell would she care about a volleyball right. game? Um, but anyway, so Felice is like worried about Dr. Martin. She's not going to go. But then she kind of looks at the guest list. And then she spots a familiar name. And she's like, oh my God, Warren. So a guy named Warren Graham is going to this. So it seems like Felice is a little excited about possibly seeing Warren Graham. Next. This is amazing. Claire tells Steve that she's decided she's going to sing at the talent show. Um, oh, right. <laughs> they go to the library and they pick out a CD um, to this. It's a Linda Ronstadt version of the song Devoted to You. Apparently her mom used to sing it all the time to her. So Claire decides to give it a shot. She and Steve go into one of these like recording booths and he tells her to start singing. And yeah, uh, she sings. She's tone deaf. She's tone deaf. She's terrible, but it makes me laugh. But also, Steve's kind of shocked look. Yeah, Steve, Steve uh, Ian's ear nailed the moment. I'll say that. Also, I mean, they've been dating for three years, I think, at this point. She's never sang, like, in the car, like, a song for him ever. Like, you would, I think you would know three years into a relationship if your significant other has a good voice or not. Yeah, I think you would. Right? Yeah. Like, he's, like, shocked by this. Like, you'd think... Yeah. After he, three years of dating, you'd be like... Oh. Unless the only explanation is that he's heard her sing, and he knows she's a good singer, and he has no idea why she's sounding terrible right now. That could be the only thing that he's shocked, where he's just like, she's not this bad. What is happening? Yeah, that could and, be... And, and it, could, it could work well, with the theme of the episode when you think about it. But he does say something late. I'll, we'll get to it. So, then at the beach apartment, Donna's helping David perfect her mounty walk so that was pretty good clearly in this steve's going to be playing the saloon girl and donna is going to be playing the mounty oh bit of a gender gender swap. swap is that okay to do in 2021 so yes okay and also i was actually i'm just wondering that. i have an interesting like, point i was actually um i looked something up so they did the gender swap thing, and I was wondering... Okay, so this is season seven. Yes. And it's the end of season seven, so it's 1997. Correct. Okay. That being the case, here are a couple of movies I would like to just mention. <clears throat> Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Ladybugs. Okay. The Birdcage. Okay. And Two Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. All came out in 97? No, no, they all came out in, in the, like, three, four years prior to this happening, I feel like it was a popular thing at the time to basically cross-dress yes, for... Yes, for comedy purposes. For, exactly. Okay. I mean, I think it's a cute, harmless... Uh, yeah. There was nothing wrong with the what they did here. It was just... Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong but with anyway, that. But anyway, so David's trying to teach Donna how to walk like a man, which she can't do, and it's very funny, but I will say I do think Tori Spelling's very funny in this scene. Yeah. I think the best scene like that, though, is just one of the guys, one of the brothers teaching his sister how to act like a man. 
Well, that's a fantastic movie. Where... If you're listening to this, my guess is you probably liked, would like that movie. Check it out from the 80s, Just One of the Guys. It's Go a on. great... It's, it's one of the... I think so well done where the girl's pretending to be a guy. And for, for actual, like, realistic purposes, she thinks that she wrote... Basically, she writes a paper and her teacher tells her that... Uh, it's, it's not bo- good. It's, it's, he says it's boring. Yeah, and she feels that if she presented this paper, if she was a guy, he would think it was great. So she's doing like basically like how women are, you know. Yeah. So she wants to prove a point and goes to another school. Well, it's certainly relevant yeah. in uh, today. You know, still but today. I will say that she really committed the actress and she had the short hair. Like you're like kind of. They sh- there, there was a joke in the movie. She has that Ralph Macchio thing going on. Oh, yeah, and the villain of the movie is, of course, the ultimate 80s villain, and now he, and now he's, the, now he's the hero, Zapka. William Zapka. Yep. Great. Johnny, Johnny yeah. Lawrence. Great film. <laughs> so, um, 1997, we've discussed this is the episode. Yeah. Um, Kelly receives a telegram. nothing else needs to be said but it's 1997 and Kelly receives a telegram yeah but the only other thing I do want to point out about this is there was an extra that was the telegram delivery man (laughs) he first tells her to sign here and then she's like okay and he's still about to leave he goes oh you signed in the wrong spot I was like, did he ad-lib this? Like, it's a weird thing. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's on it. And then he's like, thanks. And he points to her and does a wink and a click. Kind of like a thumbs up. Yeah, it was like a weird kind of, <laughs> what? What do you think about that? I think he either is related to someone. But anyways, this telegram that, and I bet you like any Gen Zer, I mean, I don't really under, actually fully know what a telegram is. Telegram basically is something <laughs> by mail. It's basically mail. Is it certified but mail? It's like it's it's delivered. It has to be delivered like by a certain time. It's almost like Amazon. You know, they tell you it's coming a certain time. They're just not told ahead of time. So it's like I want to send a letter to Heather. I can clear this up. Back to the future part two. At the end, Marty receives a letter from Doc. What Doc did. Doc went down to the um, telegram Western place. Union because yeah. he knew it would still be existing. And he said, I need you to deliver this telegram they did telegrams to this then. address at, this, at te- this time. Okay. Which is why when he arrived, Marty was waiting there because he knew it was the exact time that Marty would be standing Although there. she wasn't notified this. Yes, Marty didn't know because Marty's not notified. That, that's, that's the difference the between yeah. Amazon. Got um, it. You know. Um, and by the way, I um, I looked up the actor. Yeah. Oh, he. Oh, and his name is Keith Martyr, and he has one acting credit on IMDb. <laughs> Does he have social media? Because I actually want to interview him if he, I could. He has a Twitter. At, just for this. He scene. has a Twitter and Instagram, and here's his LinkedIn. So we were able to find Keith where he works. <laughs> where he this just got super I'm creepy. Enjoying. This got super creepy. It's very easy these days. Anyways, though, however. I'm going to shoot him an email to see if I can get any information on his involvement on the show. Um, And I will report back in the fun facts and tidbits part of this episode if I get that information. So just putting that out there. 
All right, moving along from Keith and the telegram that Kelly got. The next morning, Steve tells Brandon that Claire is going to make a fool of herself in the talent show. It's all his fault. He's So he does acknowledge that she's, I mean, he's saying she's going to make a fool of herself. He didn't say anything that was just like, you're, he said you're not singing. I, I feel like it was just indicative of like, right now you're not singing. Like, okay. I, I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't think he was saying, yeah. Um, but also, at the same time, um, Brandon's telling Steve that he broke up with Tracy, but not really saying anything why, doesn't say anything about Kelly. They're not saying anything. Valerie then starts kind of bugging Brandon again about telling him, you know, about getting back together with Kelly. Tracy. Getting back together. Oh, whatever. Getting back she together with- thinks he might be getting back together with yeah. Kelly. She doesn't want that. Yeah. Um, she tells him she's going to hurt her again. Um, but she might be date for, late for their date because she'll be traveling to the airport. So he's like, what does that mean? She's like, well, she got a telegram and it's from me and it's not from Dylan. So she's trying to prove to Brandon that Kelly would rather be with Dylan than Brandon. Um, Some next level conniving shit. She's like, I had a friend from New York send it. The telegram. Yeah. No, Who was next- it? Ginger from Buffalo? Ginger was definitely Ginger. <laughs> ginger like she just like had to send ginger like 20 bucks or something ginger would do it <laughs> i know anyways um brandon says that basically kelly going to meet dylan at the airport doesn't mean anything um and she's like well here's the flight information and he's like well i don't spy on my friends okay dramatic music plays <laughs> well not as dramatic as donna. this music that we're gonna get to donna then Backstage at the right, yeah, right before the talent show starts. spots her mother with a guy that she might have seems familiar. And clearly, this is the Warren Graham that Felice saw in the te- like the program yeah. that he's going. Um, Donna's not really sure. Can we talk about that for a second? Why was there a like some sort of like directory of the people that are, already... are attending? Yeah, what that that's not a thing, right. Like, I can see a thing if it was, I mean, today, like, there would be, like, a website or something, and you can see a guest, you can see the guest list or something. Maybe, but... But, like, in this, like, basically, like, pamphlet about, like, the volleyball and events, it's like... You're the people that have agreed to come. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, But she recognizes him, but she's not really sure why. Um, And we also find out at this moment Kelly's going to be late. We know why, but she's not really sure why or whatever uh valerie then goes to tracy's dorm room to tell her that brandon may be coming around i don't know why she tells her this yeah that was that, why is she giving her false hope because maybe she maybe she was kind of hoping that she's like maybe if you seduce brandon he'll give in now but it's just a weird thing to like she, she might this girl's obviously very upset that they broke up and you're going out of your way to be like well he might be turning around what what that's he, not for tracy that's for her like she's not right, she's not, but she's Val- saying that for Valerie's, she's Valerie's saying that for selfish reasons because what she wants is maybe Brandon right now would go back to Tracy if he doesn't trust Kelly, and Tracy maybe, you know, st- tr- try something which, yeah, yeah. Um, Steve then tells Claire that she doesn't have to go through with her performance just to prove something to him. Uh, she reminds him that uh, he encouraged her to loosen up and she doesn't think that she's in danger of making a fool out of herself. So she's still going to go out there. 
And we heard her sing, and she's not good. So, she had the flashback at this point, right? Donna? Yeah. No, right here. Yeah? Donna sees Felice again sitting with Warren, um, and she finally places him. We see a flashback of the episode from Things to Do on a Rainy Day when Donna spots her mother having an affair. Um, And she's like, tells David, that's the guy. That's the guy that my mother had an affair with. Um, They did not need to show us the flashback because... The flashback clearly shows that this is a different actor. What they should have done was there was a second in the flashback where you couldn't see his face, but you could see it was Felice. They should have just shown that and then shown this because, yes, it was definitely clearly another actor. But since they recast him or since they did that, I do have to say Felice has some balls to be hanging out with him in public like that. Right. Because like, they were having an they were having an affair. They were having an affair, and then she was now. And standing, especially that her daughter caught her having the affair, and, and she knows like, that. Yeah, she's doing this like twenty feet away so from. So why daughter. would she think that Donna wouldn't remember it? I don't know what she was thinking, but ultimately, um, yeah. I, but the best part about any of these scenes is, is the second Donna sees Felice, and there's the most dramatic music. Every starts. single time, every single time, it's the cheesiest, most soap opery music. Imaginable. It's amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Um, talent show starts. Kelly. Okay, so as the talent show starting, we see Kelly at the airport. Of course, she's waiting for Dylan. Um, now, I remember back in 97, I watched this show when it was on live. I remember there was a preview implying that Dylan was coming back. This was before you can kind of like... Like, no, for sure. You can go on So yeah. fans definitely thought we were going to see a glimpse of Luke Perry coming back. Yeah, fans would like tweet at the person and be like, are you going to be on 90210 this week? Yeah, that would happen now. <laughs> Anyways, we do see like people coming off the airport and they did have an actor clearly, you know, look like the Luke Perry part. Yeah, like the same size, same hairdo. He's got the sideburns going on. Yeah, and... And then you see his face, and it's not him. Yeah. So, we find out here, he does not show up at the... We don't see him, but we also do see that Brandon did, in fact, decide to go follow her, and he does see that she is at the airport. Again, I don't know why. It doesn't matter because there's no repercussions for his actions, but that's but not it's just, there. I know, but it's also <laughs> like, what, he even said to Valerie, like, Kelly going to pick up a friend at the airport, what's the big deal? Yeah. And then he followed her just to see, like, does she, is she really going? And she does go. Who cares? Literally, he what, exact, his exact explanation was what happened. Yeah. And, like, I, he, just let, he just, just let Valerie get in his head. That's all. Yeah, that's true. So... It's a superpower. Back at the talent show, Donna thinks Felice came to just see Warren um, and plans to cheat on Dr. Martin again. She's complaining to David about it, but she has to go on and do her skit. So Donna and Steve do their skit. I I actually think that Ian Ziering, obviously his build is, you know, a man's build, but I do think that he made a pretty lady with his makeup and the hair. He was, he, he was too good at it. He was great the at whole, it. The whole performance, I think, Ian Ziering, uh, Ian Ziering, 
even though Steve he, is just funny. Yeah, even though he was not heavily featured in the episode, I felt like he really nailed this episode. He was great. And Donna was funny also. Oh, I, no, she, yeah, give her delivery was, was great. Her facial remarks, very... Yeah, you know, the, the, the whole performance... They it was both. very cute. It was funny. Basically, if you get two actors, they don't have to be, you know, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, but if you get two actors with some talents and you do something cute and funny like that, they're probably going to do a good job. Yeah, and, and, it was, and, it was, and it was a cute scene. But the thing was this actually I thought was weird. Didn't they say earlier that they were supposed to kiss? There was no kiss. Oh, yeah, right. They, they mentioned it twice, too. Yeah, yeah, and they were never kissed in the performance. Yeah, because when Donna was uh, kissing David, yeah. she's like, you know there's a kiss. Yeah. And then later on, he's like, when you kiss him, make sure you're thinking of me. Yeah. But the, yeah, you're right. They don't kiss. They don't kiss. Because then I was thinking of myself. I was like, besides David, any of the guys on the show, Donna never kissed any of them. No. David's kissed. Donna, he's kissed Claire, he's kissed Valerie. Well, yeah, well, she's the virgin. She's the good girl. I guess. Um, okay. So, Brandon then goes to the Peach Pit to mope to Nat about Kelly going to see Dylan. Nat points out that Brandon would have done the same thing for an old girl friend if she sent him a telegram, cough, cough, Emily Valentine. He 100% would have gone. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, Brandon worries that Dylan once told him that he and Kelly have a special connection. They're soulmates. Bullshit. Um, Nat wonders if, and this is, Nat brings up a valid point. He goes, well, would you have broken up with Tracy if Kelly weren't in the picture? And he says, I don't want to answer that. So, um. Yeah, and that leads back to what. Tracy said, which now seems, which at the time didn't seem to make sense, but now, based on what we've been talking we'll about, get, yeah. it seems to have more validity. Yeah, and we'll get to that shortly. But um, so Kelly then does show up at the show. She misses Donna's performance, which is very sad um, that she missed that performance. But she gets there for a juggling act, I believe. Um, <laughs> she there was juggling going on the stage. No, no, I know. It's just like yeah, yeah. Um, and. But all this, all the, in this big theater, all of the seats, she sits right behind Valerie. And it, the, this thing's going on. So Valerie obviously makes a dig about, she's like, oh, Brandon's not here. Um, so I don't know. She makes a little dig about it. They have to sit near each other. Of course. Um, Steve once again talks to Claire about her performance, finally admitting to her that she cannot sing. He tells her that exact thing. You cannot sing. Um, she's like, well, why are you telling me this? I have to go on now. Steve just tells her, though, that she doesn't have to be a great performer, that she should just sing from the heart. And she can sell the performance without having the talent. Um, she goes out, she starts singing, and it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, I also found the audience to be very unsupportive of her. Yeah, they were, while she was, they, they were very rude. They were very rude. Um, and also, like, David just stopped, David was her pianist in this piece, and he just stopped playing. Yeah. Well, she stopped singing. She stopped singing, so he stopped playing. But Valerie's face, like, the awkward. I know. Because Even Kelly also is like. Valerie likes um, Claire. She has no issues with Claire. No, nobody has really any issues with Claire. No. Yeah, so everyone was probably felt, felt bad and yeah. just very awkward. Yeah. Um, so then 
she stops and then, you know, she looks at Steve. He kind of like, you know, points to his heart. <laughs> so cheesy. And she looks at David. They start over, start over and surprise, surprise, she could sing. She it's could... like in, uh, in sports movies when someone like looks at the sideline and like the coach or that player or someone like points to something or makes some sort of gesture and then they're just amazing. Right. <laughs> um, the only thing that I did want to point out is David's playing the piano for this with Claire. Did they never practice? And that was also something I was thinking. He's just, when uh, David said something to Steve and seems like, you've never heard her sing before. I was like, wait a minute. Have they not practiced? Should they practice? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this is what we wanted to talk about. So Brandon is at the TV station and he leaves a message for Kelly canceling their date. What a pooper he is. Tracy then shows up at the office, and basically she's on seduction mode. She thinks that she can seduce him um, and thinks that they should give their relationship another chance. If there was an opportunity for it, this would be it. Yes. He's, he's, he's mad at Kelly. They're not officially back together. And, I mean, Tracy's really pretty. and She is, so she wants to give the relationship a second shot, but he doesn't want to. Um then basically Tracy, they get into a little bit of a fight here. And, and Tracy accuses him of using her to distract himself basically when Kelly was dating other people. Um, and she says the actual words like, I was really convenient to sleep with when she wasn't an option. Yeah, and I, maybe a little bit. I think, listen, I, think, I, think, I, think, I do think that he liked her. Yeah, I think I think there's an art. I think she has a very strong argument. Yes, though. and I I do listen. I think he liked her, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. He liked her. Yeah. Um, I don't think he, he definitely was just not as. If you like someone, there's nothing wrong with dating them, but like. But she was way more into him than he was into her, which does happen. Um, but it did seem like once Kelly was an option again, he kind of like was like there. Yeah. Um. But then he kind of tells her that he and Kelly probably are not getting back together. She's probably in love with someone else. And that makes Tracy feel better. And the, the only other thing I want to say about that is I do remember the first time I watched this, at this point, not liking Tracy. But you but, like her. But, I, you know, watching it now completely out of context, I feel, I feel bad for her. You know what? That's funny that you say that because I was never a Tracy fan. I was not a, I, you know, I've always been a Brandon and Kelly yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. And I did not like Susan. I still don't like Susan. Watching this season now, I didn't like Tracy. I actually was more of a fan of Tracy. Yeah, no, I kind of felt bad for her this episode. But she's not, she's, she's not, she's not bad. Like, she's just, you know, yeah. it just kind of sucks for her. Um, so then after the show finishes up, the, the talent show... Um, Kelly is heading off to meet Brandon, although she does not tell the group that. Um, there's the dramatic music again because Donna sees her mom with Warren. She and David walk off. Uh, Steve then praises Claire for taking the risk to singing instead of backing down. She tells him that um, she was supposed to sing this, sing this song in a fourth grade talent show, but her mother didn't show up. And then she died two years later. <laughs> um, so um, we shouldn't be laughing at that. But she's like, so she never got the opportunity to sing this for her mom. I don't know. Um, whatever. So. It was more just like about the delivery. Yeah. And just like how unrelated it seemed. 
her death was to yeah. the rest of the story. Um, but, um, so yeah. as David and Donna are walking off, David's trying to convince Donna that like her mother's not doing anything. This is the highlight of the episode. Not doing anything <laughs> wrong. But Donna like literally like goes and confronts Felice. Well, and right, be- right before that, they're walking they're walking like ten feet behind them. I, I, get, I guess Felice didn't notice. And I guess they didn't notice Felice until this moment. But then they look in front of them. <laughs> we have dramatic music again. The, the, the music is super dramatic. And you see Felice, like his arm is around Felice and she like leans into him. Yes. Uh, affectionately. And that's when. But I wouldn't say romantically. Well, it's from behind. So uh, it do, it do, yes. It do, you can't see. But she like leans into his shoulder and his yes. arms around her. So from behind, without seeing facial expressions, it could be definitely perceived as romantic. But Donna, like, really was just like, I know who this is. I know you guys had an affair. And he's like, oh, is this your daughter? And she's like, yes, this is my daughter. It's like, I, we just watched her on the top. I guess he, she was wearing the Mountie thing. Yes. So. Okay, I'll give him the credit. Okay. Um, Withdrawn. But then David's like, they're not doing anything wrong. Felice explains that Warren is a doctor. And they've been talking about Dr. Martin. Now that he can't practice medicine anymore, Felice has this great idea that maybe he could do lectures at Warren's hospital. So that was what her meaning was to go and actually talk to him about. She had no intention of a romantic relationship. She's having a tough time with Dr. Martin, and he loves medicine and all this stuff, so she thought that would be a good opportunity. Now, I don't know if it's the actress's performance or maybe... It definitely wasn't written into the script, but I didn't buy her explanation, even though I know it's, like, the real explanation. For some reason, when she was playing, I was like, I don't know, that just sounds, like, bogus to me. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I know it's not, but... I don't know, probably just the acting. Um... Yeah, maybe. But then Donna's okay with it. Donna accepts the, you know, explanation. And then Felice tells Donna that maybe she should listen to David a little bit more. So it's like, oh, she likes him now. She's over the Judaism thing. She's over... She's over everything because she's been with him for years. But she, no, but she... no, but like two episodes ago, she like had a problem with him. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I guess he sided with her and that was it. Yeah. That's true. Smart move by David. You want to get on Felice's good side. You take her side. Take her side. Take her side in argument with yep. her. You want her over there. So he wasn't. Getting, he wasn't getting laid anyway. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he must really like Donna. Um, she has a great personality. She does, though. I actually really no, like no, Donna she, Martin. No, she's, she's, <laughs> she's great. Very, she's, she's very sweet. <laughs> um, and she can be funny. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. There's, not, there's nothing wrong no, with Donna. No, I like, actually with think Don, there's nothing wrong with Donna's Donna's a good catch. Yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with Donna. You know what? She's... And it all worked out in the end. Yes. Um, yes. Spoiler alert. Um, so at the Walsh's, Valerie come, you know, basically goes into Brandon's room, uh, confirms that Kelly did fall for the telegram and Brandon saw at the airport um, to go meet with Dylan. Um, the thing that bothered me most about this scene is that Brandon is in his bed with his shoes on. <laughs> He's sitting in bed yeah. with his boots on. Have you ever done that? Not once in my entire life do I've I have never... any memory of ever wearing shoes while I was in bed. That's weird. Yes, it is. And also your bed is like, it's like a sanctuary. It's where you go to sleep. It's like, I sometimes 
hit the pillow when I go into bed and I'm just like, I'm so happy right now because yeah. I'm in my bed. I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I don't want dirt and yeah. things from the outside in my bed. I don't even wear outside. I would never, I don't wear outside. Clothing I wore outside, I will not lay in my bed yeah. in those clothing. I will change or shower before I get into bed. Yeah. That's why people wear pajamas. I mean, for example, mom and dad were at my apartment last week and dad was a little sleepy. So he laid in my bed and I actually changed the sheets. Not that I think he's dirty, but you he's know, outside. I see changing the pillowcase, maybe, but not the whole sheet. Well, I had, a, I might have been under the bed. He was on top of it. No, I know, but I <laughs> wanted to change the pillowcase and stuff anyway. So I was like, I'll just change all my sheets. I honestly probably should do the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I know he wasn't like taking a nap under my blanket. Well, he said you changed the sheets. And well, the sheets he was he flying. was using my pillows and stuff and pillow. That, Okay, so Kelly and Brandon. Well, anyways, yeah. So so Valerie basically is like, ha, ha, ha. Like, you know, and Brandon's all like, boo-hoo, mopey. Anyways, there's a knock at the door. <laughs> that was really succinct, by the way. She's very, very clear. I think everyone knows. You don't have to listen to the rest of the podcast. If you heard that, you know what happened in that episode. Well, anyways, <laughs> there's a doorbell ring. Brandon goes to open the door. Who is at the door but Kelly. She's pissed. You can tell there's like a little snarkiness between them. And she's basically like, I was waiting for you for an hour. Where were you? When he's mad, he's just such an asshole, Brandon. He oh, really time. can he's be just, an asshole. He's just condescending. Yeah. He's such an asshole he's when he's like, mad. She's like, why'd you cancel? Or why did you just like stand me up? He's like, I didn't stand you up. I left you a message. Now. It was like late night when he called her. He knew she wasn't home. Also. He followed her to the airport and knew she was going to the talent show. He knew she wasn't home. Also, pretty sure Kelly Taylor has a car phone. Pretty sure that Kelly Taylor has a cell phone. Yeah. You know, and you could have called her. Yeah, 97. Pre- Donna Martin has talked on the phone in her car phone. Kelly has a car phone also. Yeah. Guaranteed. Landlines were still popular. Right. And he left her a landline message yeah, no, in her it, apartment. It, it you was, could have gotten in touch with her. It was just so he had an out. Yes. It was just so like, no, I did. I left you a message. You didn't get it. Anyways, so, and I, it's like, what are you freaking mad at? She, you know, he, he, he basically Valerie got in his head, but and she should have just spoke to. He should have just waited to speak with Kelly. Yeah. So he's upset that you know basically he confronts her about Dylan, and she's like, "How did you know about Dylan?" They even got into an argument. And he thinks that she's still, like, in love with Dylan. And he's like, why'd you go to meet him all dressed up and all this stuff? And she says that she actually dressed up for him because she didn't think that she'd have enough time in between going to the airport and the show and their date. So she got dressed up earlier. And then she tells him that she also went to go tell Dylan that she's finally chosen and that she chose Brandon, and then she whips out this necklace, and she shows him, which we did see a few episodes ago when he returned the engagement ring, that she went back and bought it. So she shows him that she bought the ring. They exchange I love yous. They kiss. The only thing that's not shown in this scene is Valerie in the background with smoke coming out of her ears. Yeah. (laughs) Also... Kelly looked past the fact that he knew that she got a telegram. Yeah. And that she knew she was dressed up at the airport and just doesn't care. Right. 
How does he know all this? She doesn't question it. She doesn't question it. She questions it for a second, but like he's like, that's not the issue. The issue is like he changed. He changed his subject. Now I'm going to think they're kissing. They made up like later that night. She's like, wait, how did you know about that? Like she, you know, like, and I think he probably said Valerie's sentence. (laughs) Do you think he, you know. But how did you know I was dressed up? Did Valerie follow me to the airport? She could say like. I mean, yeah, it looks creepy could, that he followed, but I think that the fact that she basically told him that she is in love with him is kind of what he wanted to hear, so it was like, not going to start a fight over it. She wanted him back also for a while. True, true, true. She was just like, I don't want to know. He didn't do, yeah, I guess. Anyways, so I guess they're back together now. Yes, and as a uh, fan back in 97 watching this, I was probably very excited about this because I, in a, um... I'm a Brandon Kelly stan. Ship them. I ship them. Um, but that's it. That's where the episode ends. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Um, let's see. Like I said, I think Valerie should have used her powers for something bigger. Um, you know what's funny? Bigger. Whenever I do the podcast with David, um, we did the last episode, We he said the only thing that he had a problem with there was not enough Valerie so I promised him that I would bring him back for a big Valerie yeah no I mean I'll take more Valerie as well Um, (laughs) I'll always take some more Valerie Tiffany Amberthiessen should be on uh, should have been in more things she's great Um, mom any final thoughts Um, absolutely not All right. So I don't have any fun facts and tidbits for this episode. I was actually going to include a chat I had with Keith Martyr. I said during the episode I was going to reach out to him, see about his cameo on the show. I ended up speaking to him. We had a really good, fun conversation. And I decided because of the uh, length of it, I figured, you know what, I'll just throw it on the next episode. So tune in for that next week's episode I will have my interview with Keith um, I highly recommend listening to it because he uh, he gave some good uh, stories and uh, it was a lot of fun to speak to him so uh, definitely look out for that as far as this episode unfortunately no more uh, fun facts or tidbits for this one thank you for listening to Casa Walsh Beverly Hills 90210 podcast on the next episode, we are going over season seven, episode 27, called I Only Have Eyes for You, and we are getting towards the end of season seven. So tune in next time and see you then. <laughs>